0: B.J. O'Neill here with the Business Coaching Success Podcast. So glad you're here where I share with you strategies, tools, and tips to be able to grow your business coaching practice to six figures and beyond as a Christian business coach. Let's jump in. On this episode of the Business Coaching Success Podcast, um, we're kind of focused on some basics, and the reason why I wanted to do this today is the, con- the continual conversation around what's the best way, what's the best strategies in order to build uh, build know, like, and trust, engage with prospects to become clients. And in some degree or another, you could argue that the best strategy is the one that you love the best that works. That is true. But when we look at fundamentals... Right. When you look at and again, if you've listened to me, if you've been around me long enough, you know, I use a lot of sports analogies um, and we're you know approaching a football season, which me and my kids are elated about. We're excited to to just spend some time together and have a good time watching the teams that we enjoy to watch. But when you study any sport, I don't care if it's football, basketball, baseball, tennis, golf, every single one of those sports have fundamentals. Meaning, when you, look at, when you compare someone like Patrick Mayomes of the Kansas City Chiefs and Tom Brady, when you look at the two of them, there's no doubt that they do the identical, fundamental drills to improve their skills, or obviously Brady did over the years, yet at the end of the day, their play is a little different. Or even you could argue very different in one scrambles a lot and one, other. one doesn't simply because one has a different skill set and uses that skill set. So I say that to say when it comes to growing your business coaching business, if you talk to a lot of business coaches, yes, you're going to see a, a wide variety of the way it's done. And that's probably indicative of business in and of itself. However, there are three fundamental areas that, at least in the beginning, that it's best to focus on these rather than trying to reinvent the wheel, do something, you know, that you think is just better, even though you don't have any experience or history. And I'm probably not going to tell you something that you don't already know or haven't thought about. The first one is networking. The problem with networking, and I talk about networking a lot because if you don't have a well-established network, it is absolutely the first thing you must do. It's not a question, it's not a thought. If you're not doing it, you're going to it's going to be harder for you. But too many people go into networking and they're looking at networking under the under the umbrella of um who in this room, if you will, or who in this group could be my client. And while yeah, you should do that, but really what you're doing is you're looking at a networking group about expanding your network. That's the problem that when you just have a view of looking only uh, at client acquisition only, then you are cutting off the opportunity to actually expand and grow to know more people who can introduce you to more people, who can introduce you to more people, and so on. So what you want to do is you're, you're wanting to, to say, every week I'm going to do X, one group, three groups, five groups. If you're full-time, there's no reason that you're not doing a minimum of three per week. Certainly, I don't know why you couldn't do five if you're full-time. Not everyone does it full-time. Um, you certainly want to do at least one. The problem with just one is that you're just focused in one area. Like if you look at like a BNI group or a chamber group, those, those groups are very different functions. And so it's best to be a part of some of the chambers that fit what you're trying to do as well as a group like a BNI and or a Million Cup Club or something else that has a very a, a, a different diversity. I mean, when I say diversity, just different types of business owners. But make sure that you're looking at networking in the right lens. And that lens absolutely is about expanding and building your network. And I promise, if you'll do that consistently for a period of one year, the amount of people that you'll get to know and connect with, you, you can't, it's unfathomable of, of how your network will grow. What you're also really focused on is who can I partner together for a joint venture? That's the second fundamental is joint ventures. There's n- unquestionable when you're using networking correctly. And when you are, um, when you're focused on, you know, folks like business brokers, financial planners, accountant, think about just those three folks alone how many businesses they serve and if you're able to do a, a joint venture with them and there's multiple ways that you can do it but the point is that you're wanting to do whatever you do it's about adding value number one to their clients and number two back to the person that you're doing the joint venture with and i'm not necessarily talking about doing a rev share you can but that's not necessarily needed the purpose is to be able to grow your your coaching practice by getting clients by serving their uh, their clients and by serving their clients that individual is serving their own clients. Think about it for a moment. One of the challenges that accountants have is when do they serve the vast majority of their clients the most? And I'm, I'm not referring to the ones that they may have a monthly retainer where they're doing their monthly books, like they're uh, covering their QuickBooks type of stuff. I'm talking about the ones that it's tax time, right? And so oftentimes they're only interacting maybe once, twice a year. And it leaves no space and no room for them to be able to you know build more rapport and add value. So when you come in and you offer a workshop or some type of you know thing that you're going to help teach and educate and show some, them something that they may not know about growth for their business. It could be strategic, it could be you know monetary, whatever. That now that accountant has the opportunity to a get back in front of their own clients and b to be able to add value to their clients because you came into the picture. So when you're using networking, looking for joint venture opportunities, and by the way, I'm just giving you an example in an accountant. You don't have to do it that way, but it's by far, it's a great one. And then the third is what we call or what in our system we call live events. It's simply a workshop style. Whether you have five people in the room or whether you have you know 25 people in the room, is you're educating them in some manner or another. So when you link all three of these together, and prayerfully, you can kind of start to see the harmony between I'm building rapport, I'm building a network, I'm, I'm looking for joint ventures, I'm built doing some live events with those joint ventures, and potentially even for my own self. You know, For instance, we have in our own system, we have a couple of different um, mastermind-style workshops, one we call a private focus group, the other one we call um, a, a profit acceleration masterclass and or uh, workshops. The names are irrelevant. It's about getting people in a room and educating them. And then the call to action at the end of the content that you teach and your time together is booking them into some type of the next thing where you're going to end up making the invitation to help them grow their business professionally. Okay. So let's rewind. If you are, let's say that you're plowing through two to three networking events per week, okay, on average. You're constantly, number one, expanding your network. So let's say that you are doing your own live events once a month. The people that you are meeting at the networking group, you can make an invitation. Hey, I'd love for you to join me um, next Friday. We're doing a, a private invitation only. I've only got room for 12 people. I think you get, get a lot of, uh, out of it. It's how to you know, triple your, uh, your revenues and double your uh, profits. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. You'll meet some new people. Come be my guest. So, there's one way that you're using the networking uh, angle to book people into your own masterclass and/or mastermind. At the same time, some of those folks, you're just getting to know. They're getting to know you. And as they get to know what you do and who you are and you know, these things that you offer, as they get to know more people, they're going to point those people to you. But if you do that just here and there, you can kind of see where this is going. Your network is going to be very small you're not going to have a lot of organic growth because you're not getting to know a lot of people who are pointing people back to you. As as well as getting to know more folks that you can do a joint venture with. Okay, talking to a coach last night and they do a, uh, an event one time per week, their own event where they do this exact same structure. And one of the chambers has said, hey, would you, mind, would you be able to do that w- with our chamber would you do a class like that quarterly for us? That's a, it's a fantastic way to get exposure. So, networking, joint ventures, and live events, whether that be a workshop, a masterclass, a mastermind, whatever it may be, those are the three fundamental foundational areas to expand and to grow your business. Now, I can't stress what I'm about to say enough. When you get really good, serving your clients and you're keeping those clients long-term, the next way that you're going to truly expand your business is through referrals from your own clients, okay? And you certainly don't want to ignore that because that is another fundamental area, but that's not going to happen until down the road after you've got three to five clients. You've had them for six plus months or so, and there's you know very normal ways to engage with them to help them refer back to people uh, to you one of them is going to happen that when they're excited about what you do they will tell their other business friends because they want to help those folks out as well but there's also ways to make that invitation um so that you know you are maximizing their network too and why wouldn't you they're paying for you they're paying you to help grow their business so think about that for your situation right now you're considering coaching Maybe you've already started. If you've already started, I will say, and you have not harnessed the power of the big three, then it's just going to be more strugglesome for you. If you're looking at paid opportunities like paid LinkedIn ads, paid Facebook ads, all of those things work. Number one, they cost a lot of money. And there is a learning curve. And I can tell you, I've been running Facebook ads for three plus straight years every single month. And still to this day, there's a learning curve. But when you start out in the very beginning, you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to you're going to spend some money to learn, and that's totally fine if you have the capital to do so. Most people don't want to you know plow through thousands of dollars to learn, but it can work. And if you're going to do the the paid route, you have to understand how to set the ad, or either you know pay someone to do it, but that's another retainer. So there's no more money. The copy has to be right. The images have to be right. You have to have the correct kind of lead magnet. You have to have a funnel to follow up with them. You have to have a strategy for booking calls. So there's a whole big process there that, you know, is absolutely, I mean, again, this is how I I grow my own business, but it's not the place where most people need to start because if you don't have any digital marketing uh, um, experience, that's not for you today. And I would argue even down the road, as you grow, you certainly would want to engage in a marketing company who can help you do that. So because you do not want to learn that game um, unless you're just ready to, it's 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 a handful. I'll say it that way. So if you're, if you're starting out coaching and you're not harnessing the power of the big three, then you're just kicking the success can down the field. Just can't say it, can't stress it enough. If you're not harnessing the power of the big three at some level. Now, if you already have a strong sphere of influence, then you might have JV's uh, opportunities already in your sphere of influence. And maybe you don't have to spend as much time on the networking phase. Again, everybody's situation is very different than the other. If you're just starting out, I can't stress enough to you. Or I should say, if you're considering, if you're aspiring to be a coach and to get into the to the coaching and consulting arena, the big three is absolutely um, where it's at. Are you going to learn a lot in the beginning? Sure. Are you going to make, make some mistakes in the beginning? Why would you not? But the faster you do it, the more people you connect with, the better you get at it, the, the better the practice, the more... The rhythm that you get, the words roll off your mouth, the more people that you're going to connect with. And over time, before you know it in six months time, you can have five, six, seven clients, but you got to get out there and take imperfect action, start connecting with people, ignoring those in the very beginning who, you know, you're just trying to get into that comfort of getting your communication down, your message down and how you're going to approach people like that. And the quicker you do it, the better you do it, the more you do it. You know, repetition is the bedrock of mastery. You know, this whole thing is that we do is called, you know, business coach mastery. And the only way that you can master anything is repetition, is routine, is, you know, kind of getting kicked in the teeth a couple of times to learn. That's just the way it works. I'll say it this way. That's the only way that I know. I just don't know success any other way. So I want to encourage you. Harness the power of the big three, networking, joint ventures, and live events. Don't let, don't let the, oh, that's too much work message get into your head. You know, there is work to be done. The more that you do it, by the way, the easier it is, and it just becomes extreme routine. As a matter of fact, we teach in our system, our done-for-you system that we give coaches. The content that we provide, for instance, in live events, it's the same thing. You do the same thing over and over. And it's the same content that you're talking to prospects about. It's the same content that we go through, what we call the 100K Challenge, which is an assessment that we use to close clients. And so, when you have a succinct message and process, makes it a whole lot easier. All right. So, in your mind, if you're like, "Gosh, I got to learn networking, I've got to do joint ventures, got to it, it, I know it sounds like that. It's not really like that. That's why you start just getting out there, getting connected, going to some events, getting to know people, getting into that that rhythm. And then you start looking for the joint ventures. You start planning a, a live event, and you go from there. If you're interested and you're curious about you know, starting your business coaching journey, you can reply back. If you if you got this podcast in your email, just simply reply, reply back to the email. We'll find a time to jump on a, on a call for 15 minutes or so. And uh, I'll explain to you exactly what we do, hear where you're at, and maybe I can encourage you in some manner. Um, um, if you found this um, podcast in another way, you can email me at, BJ at bjo'nil.com. That's BJ at B-J-O-N-E-A-L dot com. And um, we'll chit chat together. I'll share with you what we do. And again, perhaps I can encourage you on your journey as well. All right. Until next time, take care.